everybody. Welcome to The Building Code. This is Nick Schiffer from NS Builders, and I'm here with Melissa Hirschko from Veranda Estate Homes. And we are here this week as part of The Building Code Takeover Series. Really excited to be the first guest host. We're both Builder Trend users. We'll be speaking at the Builder Better Summit later this month. The first ever summit presented by Builder Trend will present the latest trends, feature industry insights, and set you up for bettering your business. Looking forward to it. How about you, Melissa? Are you getting excited? Yes, so excited to be speaking at a session and joining other industry experts, including yourself, Nick, at the live panel. It's going to be a great event. Absolutely. There's going to be a lot of great content and learning opportunities for all construction pros. So switching gears, what are we chatting about in today's episode? So a very popular topic and one that I know has really helped ourselves with our business, social media. I would, I would second that. It has, I think, catapulted what we've done as a construction company, but also as a brand for us. And even, you know, you were probably one of uh, my early follows and just seeing how you were doing things and, and branding your business. And, I, and like you said, it's, it's really helped us both grow uh, tremendously. I agree. So, uh, hey, let's dive in and talk all things social media. So we got a couple questions we want to get to, um, but let's just go down the list. So why is social media so important, especially today? What do you think, Melissa? Um, honestly, for me, it's just, it's getting that outreach. So we actually do no advertising at all. The only advertising we do is basically my Instagram page, which costs me nothing but my time. So great ROI. Um, although I always say time is money and I spend an insanely amount of time on Instagram. However, um, the benefits are certainly there, but I just feel it really allows us to reach people that may not drive by one of our job sites and see one of our signs or somebody that may be thinking about, oh, I wonder like who's doing what in, in this area and they search it up. And I mean, it's allowed us to reach people all over the world to the point where I'm doing some side gigs, you know, on amazing properties in Utah and Connecticut and all over the U.S. So it's a lot of fun. Um, and I know for you, Nick, like IG has been massive for you as well. Huge. And uh, really quickly, don't you hate, I don't know if your setting is turned on your phone, but on Sunday, I get this little notification telling me how much time I spent on my phone. And then you can open <laughs> yeah. it up and it's like Instagram's number one. I'm like, that was all work. That's all work related. I wasn't I just scrolling, looking at anything. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I look at it the same way. I think social media is incredibly important for us. Ex exactly what you said, the outreach. And, you know, for us, we were, you know, and I say we were because when I started social media, I was starting my company. It was me. I was a carpenter. I wanted to build into a bigger building company and be a bigger brand. And I really utilized social media to create this brand about who we wanted to be or who we were growing into. into. And it allowed me to, you know, I think in a lot of ways, skip a lot of steps because I was getting in front of so many people so quickly. Um, and, you know, in parallel to that, you know, I wanted to do something for the industry and that was give back, you know, as I learn things, you know, or as we learn things, we don't want to just hold that to ourselves. We realize that growing up with this and, and people holding everything so close to the chest, it, it has done this industry a disservice. 
where it's in parallel to building a business, it's also giving back to the industry. It's like, hey, I, this is what I learned, or this is how I run my business. It may be right, may be wrong, but if someone can take a lesson from it, I think that makes it equally as important. You know, we, as Johnny always says, you know, uh, rising tides raise all ships. And it, it really has, you know, at least the way I look at it, I see a lot of people that have um, leveled up per se, in this industry because they realize that there's so much information out there that they can better themselves, which is nice to see because it's, you know, locally, I feel like, you know, you, you don't always get to see that. I totally agree with that, especially with the whole local aspect, because at the end of the day, locally, everybody's a competitor at the end of the day, you know, and so hold like how you mentioned holding those cards close to your chest. That is a true thing. But I mean, like the connection that I've made um, with you, with Brad, with Jason, with Johnny, with all those guys, it's been great. And especially kind of like, you know, last year when 2020 hit and the world kind of came crumbling down around us, I was able to reach out and say, like, what's going on? What are you seeing? The same with like the insanely um, price increases that we've had lately, you know, just knowing that it's not just something that's local to our market, but it is everywhere. And, you know, Jamie from Ventura out in California, like he's always sharing great articles that he's receiving. So, I mean, really like not just about having our business expand, but having our network of peers expand has been invaluable for, for sure for me. I mean, I think at the end of the day, you know, if you want to look at the analytics of it, most of probably the people that follow you are peer to peer. It's not an end user. And that Mm -hmm. end user, yes, at the end of the day, you know, your marketing efforts are to get additional clients and build additional homes. But the majority of people being a peer to peer or a peer of yours or another builder, you know, there, like you said, there's tremendous value in that because you're able to expedite your learning process and you're able to pivot much quicker because you're getting feedback from you know, essentially all over the world rather than, you know, figuring out what, you know, the guy next door is doing and, and then trying to adapt accordingly. For sure. Now here, I have a question for you. Would your business survive without Instagram? It's funny. I was thinking about this the other day because uh, I was actually thinking of my, my, my kids, my kids are young. And I was like, I wonder if she'll be on Instagram one day. And I was like, you know what? Instagram probably won't even be a thing then. You know, I think about, you know, I don't even remember when MySpace was the thing, but that's gone. Um, I, yes. I mean, in short, yes. I think, you know, I've always been the mindset of I adapt, you know, it before, you know, before social media, I was, it was word of mouth or however I was advertised. I don't even know. I was probably handing out flyers or something, but (laughs) you know, it will always be this adaptation. And I think, you know, as, as things evolve, you know, a lot of people get tripped up on that. It's like, I don't want, you know, I'm stuck in my way. You know, I, I'm going to give Johnny some flack, right? The panelization talk, you know, it's like he, he doesn't want to adapt because he thinks there's, you know, or there's been, he's, he said that he doesn't want to adapt because of the, the lack of, uh, the loss of craftsmanship. But it's like, this is the, this is the trend that we're headed towards is pre-manufacturing and, and pre-building things, you know, in, in some sense that, you know, you, you're going to get left behind. So just with like with social media is that, you know, the next thing, if it, if it's TikTok or if it's something after that, you know, there's always going to be something in, you know, to get attention from someone, you know, which I think like the new thing, which I can't get behind, I will fully admit is clubhouse. I I've tried. I know you're on it quite a bit. I'm actually um, not. I, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. Every time I log on, you are. So I think that your phone <laughs> on Sunday morning would tell me otherwise. 
Well, maybe you're on it too much. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> well, so I, I mean, I didn't, you know, the thing about Clubhouse, and I, you know, I don't know in our industry, I don't think this will be an end user. Actually, I don't know. I, I've never thought of it as an end user, but what I do like about it is, you know, going back to the the networking side is, you know, we can put a group together and there's, you know, all the, all the builders that we respect are sitting in a room and we can just chat amongst ourselves and talk openly. And you can do that pr- privately. Right. Where it's like, I think about when we went to the builder show and we, you know, we go to dinner, right. And there's 25 people at a, at a table. This is the way I relate it. 25 people at the table. You're only able to talk to about four people because you're, you can't talk to the guy at the other end of the table. And even if that was a round table, well, that's still a big round table and you can't shout across the room where it's essentially creating this, you know, uh, digital table that everyone gets to sit around and talk and listen. And you have the opportunity to hear everything that's going on. So I do think that it's really powerful. I don't, I, I'm not utilizing it to its peak, but I'm kind of letting um, the the hype drop down a little bit, so the 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 information is more valuable because I feel like it is a lot of you know the same thing over and over and over. Um, but everything, every you know, all of these channels, you know, it, it, you look before social media, you know, it was it was websites and forums, right? And I was big on forums, and before that, you know, you you could look at magazines and and television and newspapers all of those things are you know are getting attention from people and that's all social media is it's just a new form of getting attention so however we shift into it with how we capture someone's attention we're go- you and I are going to adapt yeah we have but- to I mean, we don't have a choice and i mean at the end of the day i know our business will survive without instagram because it did for you know 10 plus years beforehand and right. um you know, actually the talk that I'm giving for the summit is about relationships um, with trades, clients and everything else. And I know we rely heavily on our reputation. And at the end of the day, our past clients that say absolutely hundred percent, I would build with Veranda again, they were amazing during the process, after the process, they're friends of ours now. That's what's going to get us the new end user over me posting pretty pictures of great kitchens and bathrooms and a few stories here and there of job sites. I think that's a great, I, I think that's a great point. I think that's, you know, my next question is how would you be, how should you be using it to promote your business? And before you answer that, I, I agree with that. It's not social media. Isn't what solidifies you as a builder or as a good option. What it is, is it's just getting their attention. And if you want to, if you want to think of it, this as a sales funnel or a funnel process, you're just, that's just getting them into the funnel. You're Mm -hmm. responsible for getting them to a sale, not your social media. It's like you, but why wouldn't you build with me? Didn't you see the house I posted yesterday? It's like, no, 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 that was great. Like, that's why I'm talking to you, but that doesn't mean anything. So, (laughs) you know, how, how do you use it or how would you recommend using it to promote, promote your business? I mean, I know for ourselves, like I will only post our own work on my Instagram page. So I'm of the believer that you're coming to my page to see what we do, what our craftsmen are capable of doing. Um, So I'm of the firm believer of only share your own work. I'm very thankful to the accounts that share everybody else's work and repost my work because it has helped me grow. Um, However, I know for ourselves, I use it. I love the stories because I can help document homes from the very beginning. Like I always post a story as soon as we start the design process. And one reason I kind of like it is so when Rob's like, well, how long did this home take? And I'm like, 
just one second. Let me go to my story reel that I have saved for each project and look through. But I also feel it gives people a little bit of an insight into the way that we build and construct our homes because we're very much like Johnny, very old school. Like we will only use finished on site hardwood floors. All of our cabinetry is built by hand in the home, finished on site, as Tyler says, by little elves. So, you know, so it, it's very old school and it's true craftsmanship. So I want people to be able to see it that because that for us really sets us apart from the other builders in town, because I will say nobody else really here kind of does what you're doing, Nick, with like, you know, having a beautiful shop set up, being able to like put out luxury, high end, like boutique style cabinetry, but in a more of like a I don't want to say prefab pace, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. you come in and you're not holding down the job. Like right now we've had finishers in one home for five weeks and they're going to be in there for another two weeks. So you're not taking over the job site for that amount of time. Um, so anyways, like for us, I just like to promote our philosophy, the way we do it. I like to show off the jobs that we're doing. because I'm very proud of each and every one of them. They may not all be my style, but I also feel like that helps show people that a veranda home doesn't have to be like, that's a veranda home. Like, right. oh, who built that? That's a beautiful home. I want our homes to speak for our clients' style and taste, not necessarily what Melissa thinks up in her noggin. Yeah, you know? it's. I'll second that. And it's funny. I actually, I always talk about how I want people to walk in a home and know it's know it's us. And it's not necessarily meaning like I want it to be a specific style. And I think you're here with, I think you're on this with me is that they walk in and they realize the level of execution and they're like, there's only, it only could be a veranda home. There's no way anyone else. Um, and, you know, for us, it's it's similar. We, you know, we want to showcase through social media specifically the like the humanization of us. We don't we're not a corporation. I want to I want to showcase the craftsman, like you said, the, the people that are involved in building it. But I, you know, I geek out on details. I'm you know, all about that. And it's, you know, when I'm doing a story, it's I'm usually talking about how we spent eight weeks thinking about how this this plaster was going to terminate against a piece of white oak. And it's like, at the end of the day, would anyone ever notice? Probably not. But the point of us talking about it is that this is how we, we approach these projects. We're we trying to have that attention to detail. Yeah. We're, 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 we're approaching these projects with an enormous amount of thought because we want this to be the very best, you know, project that we, we can stand back and say, we gave this our all. Mm -hmm. And that's really, you know, in, in walking them through the process. And yeah, I mean, I think humanization is really important, you know, from, for, for what we do as far as promotionally. Agree a hundred percent. So my next question is besides Instagram and a little dabbling in clubhouse, are there any other social platforms that you use? Cause I know for myself, I'm riding the IG wave until it comes crashing down and then I'll figure <laughs> it out there so what about for yourself oh, i don't think it'll crash but it might it might bring you back on shore it's allowed a bit yeah well so we from a social media standpoint uh instagram facebook i feel like is just kind of a repost from instagram it's good to have you know it's good to have a facebook page yeah. um you know youtube is the, probably second for us um and i want to touch on website in a second but youtube you know, that's, it's been really fun for us because we're, we have a little bit, you know, we have more playtime on there where we can put longer format videos. Um, and we, what we've done is we've taken kind of the Instagram story model and then extended that into what we call our site visit series. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then Ken does it with the revealed series, which is behind the scenes in the cabinet shop. And it, it gives it this longer format, um, you know, opportunity for people to see what we're doing and this archive and, 
you know, to be honest, that we've got in the last year, I would say the majority of people have come through our YouTube video. And maybe really? they, yeah, and maybe, and maybe they came from Instagram to YouTube, but it was when yeah. they watched the video, they were like, all right, these guys know what they're doing. Like, this is who I want. Like, they're putting the, the intention into it. It gives us, you know, lo- like, I guess, longer room to explain what we're doing rather than 15 second spurts. So with the YouTube videos, like those are not cost effective items. Like it's not something where you take your phone to the job site and shoot a quick video and upload it on YouTube. I mean, I know that you have back in editing and, and everything else. So that is a large investment to make. Yeah. I mean, I I think you could certainly do it with your phone. Um, and people do, we do not. And it's funny because I think one of the first things you said was that, you know, we don't spend any money on marketing and neither did I for a long time. Mm-hmm. And now it's, we've approached this video side where we do spend a lot of money from the video side, but it's something that we we're treating it almost as a separate like media I'm using air quotes company where it's, I want, I I like to showcase this. The clients like to see their project unfold. I really want to capture the story of what this house means from, you know, the concept drawing all the way to completion. And that's going to take some money to do. And, you know, the only way to offset that is to work with really great partners who want to be, you know, builder partners, like whether they're vendors that we work with on every job, it's, you know, we're building these partnerships to help showcase and help better everyone. Now, I said I want to talk about website, and I quickly do. I, I think that, you know, I feel like everyone that was ever on our podcast was like, oh, my website's still under construction. And that's like the running joke. It's all like, my house is always under construction. My website's always un- under construction. But I really, and I've spent a lot of time this past year thinking about the website and thinking, and we actually just relaunched a new website. But I do think that, you know, beyond social media, I think it's really important that you bring it back to having a website, a really good website, something that, you know, is thought out, like spend the money, invest the time and really put something together that, you know, showcases who you are, because inevitably that's where they're going to end up. And then when they Google you, that's what you want to show up first. You don't want it to be a, a, you know, a uh, yellow pages listing. You want it to be your website. So they get on there and they're immediately like most, I, I would say most people are hop- hopping on a website to get your contact. So a little tip is when you hop on the website, have a little pop-up shows here, call me now or email me now. But other than that, it's like, that's where every, like everything you're doing on social should be then refined and put on the website. Agree. And I mean, we, we live in such a visual society that you need to be able to grab people instantly when they get to your website. You need to have great header photos. Um, Even like we rebuilt our website, I think it was in April, it launched of 2020. And I mean, it's still a work in process. You know, I mean, I'm constantly adding pages because it's all about adding in those keywords for search engines. So you can scroll from page 8 million. I mean, I'm at the I'm of the philosophy, I refuse to pay Google because I think once you pay to play, then that's the way it's got to be. I mean, maybe other people would disagree with me on that, but I mean, it's kind of like Instagram sponsored content. If I see sponsored, I just scroll right by. I'm like, right. like if I want to find you, I'll find you type of mentality. But I do agree a website is a hundred percent crucial to our business and the construction, whether you are, you know, a hardwood flooring supplier or a tile supplier, having current product up on your page. Cause a lot of what I do is late at night, I'm scrolling the internet, sourcing light fixtures, sourcing tile. And if I don't see it, 
you're not getting my business at the end of the day because I don't have time to be driving all over and sourcing these things. So no, totally on the, on the, adding the website there. Good job, Nick. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks. No, I mean, it's something that I think, you know, a lot of us with social media have put in the backseat. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'll come back to uh, all my business comes through Instagram and you talk about well, what happens if Instagram goes away. It's like mm-hmm. you still you need you need that 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 bookend. Yeah, um, this is a question that I feel like you probably get. I get a lot and it, you know, it has a relatively simple answer. But how do you when someone asks you how you go about growing your following? What has been your go to? Um. Honestly, so at first it was luck of the draw by getting reposted by the larger accounts where they just repost other people's work. And that's what, always. And why do you think they're reposting your work? Because it's pretty. Like, right. on, well, no, I, I know the answer. I'm telling, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm asking for everyone listening. Yeah. So I feel just because, like, you know, I mean, we invest a lot in our photography and. Again, I, I only share our own work. So, I mean, obviously the repost is huge. When I do get reposted, I stay engaged in those posts because the thing with Instagram, people don't read the caption. So they assume if Sally Sue Holmes repost my picture, that it's her work. And I need mm. to let everybody know that's commenting. No, no, no. That's me. So everybody gets a heart. And this is why I spend so much time on Instagram because everybody gets a heart and everybody gets comment. Thank you so much. I loved designing and building this home. Right. Thank you so much. You're like, yeah, absolutely. Like, I wish I could share the paint color, but with our custom homes, we can't. And you just stay engaged. And I also find that then people are like, oh, wait, that you did that, you know, right. so that um, using the tools that Instagram puts out there, Reels has been huge for me. Yeah. Like, I was so against doing reels since I started doing reels in, I want to say September, I have grown by over 50,000 followers. Holy smokes. Just from reels. I've had some go over a million views. I've like my average for a reel is about 200,000 views, you know, and I'm just under 150,000 followers right now. So that's getting like that exposure. And I find good music, a steady hand uh, by taking videos and just kind of, and not doing those ones where people just sit there silently and point and then a little bubble pops up. I'm so annoying. Um, But I find like being able to show off our work has been huge. And, and as from what I've read, because I'm always reading up on Instagram is, you know, if you're using the tools that they're like kind of like rolling out, then they're going to put you at the head of the pack because they want more people to see it. Um, So that for me, I mean, honestly, the reels just took off. It was bananas. Like, yeah, if I, if I post one, I know at least each reel will get me at least a thousand new followers because I refuse. And if anybody's thinking I'll buy my followers, do not buy your followers, period. It's obvious. Um, there's actually a website. This is very interesting. There's a website. I don't know what it is. Social um, blade. Yes. Where you can go in and put in people's Instagram account and it rates them. And it's like, and you see these people with hundreds of thousands of followers and you're like, how did they get there? And then you're like, Oh, because they're all from some random country far, far away. And, you know, I'm sure that teenage boys in like random countries really aren't interested in some people's design work, but, you right. know, but it also, it works against you. It actually doesn't, I mean, it looks good temporarily, but it actually 
like you said, you get a bad rating with Instagram. So you're not going to be promoted and continue that growth. You're going to always be in this. I have to buy, I have to buy. Mm -hmm. It's funny. The reels I have not, I just haven't had the the time and this is bogus, but to put my effort into it, but you're absolutely right. Anything that they launch, that's a new feature you should hop on. And I think they're launching like this multi-person live to combat, like basically to compete with clubhouse Clubhouse. and it's like if that's going to be their new feature you be if you're in the front of the line then go for it you know i think the 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 overarching thing is being consistent be consistent and be you know engaged so if it's once a day that you post then do that once a day and engage with people that you're working with i mean i'm sorry that are are engaging with you because between those things that's you know where you can really um you know grow your following for sure. Uh, so you do have this little production company in the back end that can maybe help you out with those reels. So just an idea. Trust me. I know it's in our, in our production meeting, <laughs> in your spare time, just get on it. No, it's, it's, um, the other thing. I, I, so you must be set up as a personal account, like a personal blog or something. No, I'm right? a business or not, not business. I went influencer because with business, you don't get music. Yes. So So that's what I was going to say. Yeah. So I switched to the influencer, although I am not an influencer. I never do swipe ups to buy my deodorant. Like please, (laughs) like you you don't need to smell like me. Um, and I just, that's not my philosophy of why I do it. But anyways, um, if you switch to an influencer account, it still gives you all the analytics of the business account. However, you get the aspect of the music. Okay. Which was you answered my question because that's that, that's actually why we haven't done it. We we were doing it in the back with music, but then we were worried that we're basically we're not utilizing the reel the way it's supposed to be used, so we're just faking it essentially. Um, so that's interesting to know. So now, yeah, so I switched over to an influencer, and it took about a week, and then all of a sudden one day I logged on, and like you would you have, have music. That, like I won the lottery. Like by, I was like, oh my god, I have music. <laughs> like the music button's there and everything just because it makes it so much easier. Cause at oh, first, yeah. first had reels, I was like doing the video, going into another app, adding in music, splicing in and uploading it to Instagram. Right. There's the time I don't have. It, yeah. And so anyways, change yourself right. to an influencer, Nick, and you'll be good. All right. Okay, there um, we go. So growing your following, but going back to the business side of it, you know, let's talk about leads because yeah. you know, I know for us, I always ask, you know, Hey, how did you find us? Oh, I've been following you on Instagram for a while. Or usually that's, I would say probably five times out of 10, I get an email and it starts out saying, Hey, I follow you on Instagram. This might be weird, but, and then it's like, we want to build a house. So what about, how are those leads coming through on Instagram for you? Um, typically either through DMS and with DMS and I immediately ask what's your email address and your phone number so I can get in touch with you because I can't keep up with leads in, in direct messages. And then, um, honestly, I pass on all leads to Rob. So I've had to take a step back from the whole, I, I want to say sales aspect of things just because I don't have time because we have so many homes in design and that's where my focus needs to be. Um, but for us, I mean, I would say we're probably eight out of 10 follow, say they follow us on Instagram, which is very surprising because when I look at my stats, my local following is actually very low. I'm only mm. a 3.2% local following. 
um, which I find kind of crazy. And even though I keep doing like the proper city hashtags and everything else and post for me, hashtags is really important. And I've had some people say, oh, you use too many hashtags, but hashtags account for about 40% of the reach of people that do not follow me finding my images and my page. So for me, hashtags are very important and you can also basically make them work for you locally. So our code for our city is YYC. So hashtag YYC builder, hashtag YYC homes, hashtag YYC luxury homes. Um, It is a tool that may be annoying when you're scrolling through Instagram and you see it all the time, but it is a tool that can help you expand your growth. Well, Um, 3.2% is 4,800 people in your area. I mean, that's you're, not a lot though. We're we're a 1.3 million people city. But what I'm saying is, if I mean, follow me, people. No, sorry. What? You, I mean, you haven't built 4,800 homes. Not yet. Right, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, like that's that's great that they're like 40 out of 4,800 people. That many people are reaching out to you. True. Yeah, and that and that is true. It's just I know like some of my friends that you know are in Calgary as well. Like they have a, you know, on an average 20 to 40%, um, local following. Most of my followers are in New York. So I think I just need to move back East, but you know, that's not happening anytime soon. Um, yeah. So I would say, I would say probably on average eight to 10 say, Hey, we follow you on Instagram. We love what you do. Rob takes it from there and Bob's your uncle. So, yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, the DM is hard because, and I'm, and I'm probably not as good as you are saying, let me get your email. Cause I feel like I try to stay in conversation there to, f- yeah. to feel it out, to see like, is this a viable lead? And then it's like, I always forget it's, you know, with the email, it's nice. Or even our website forum, you know, is linked to like our CRM. So it's like, I can log in and be like, who have I gotten back to? And who have I not? Because yeah. I mean, I think timing is huge. If you're not getting back to someone in a, you know, for me, it's two days max. It's, I try yeah. to do it same day. 24, hours. Right. And not right away because you don't want to look desperate. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I can build your house next week. All right, sounds good. Can you sign this <laughs> contract? a little hard to get. Come on. But it's, you know, the, people don't have that much time to wait. Like, they just want to hear. Like, they just want to, like, even if you just replied, hey, I got your email. Let me get back to you in a couple of days. They're, you're golden. Yep, for but sure. It, it, it's when, in, when they linger, then, you know, I've definitely done it in, you know, in previous years where I'll follow up and be like, Hey, thank you so much for your patience. I'm sorry to get back to you so late. It's been like two months. Like, are you still interested? They're like, uh, we started that project a month ago. We already moved in, but thanks yeah. for the email. Bud. Yeah. Really nice to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> so besides obviously amassing a great following, having half of your leads follow you on Instagram, having a wider exposure, how else do you feel that social has impacted your business? This is really easy and I, and I can keep this short because it's really made me a better builder and given me the opportunity to just refine my process, you know, putting out so much content, absorbing so much content and inspiration. I'm able to move quicker through the lessons that we learn being business owners, being builders, being craftsmen, because it's all out there for feedback. And, you know, I get to talk to people like you, you know, and other builders around the entire world of how, how they have done things. And everyone has been so open to sharing so that I, I don't think I'd be in the position I am today without, you know, that ability. 
I agree. For me, it's just, it's obviously the connection um, that we touched base on earlier, um, but also just the sheer inspiration that you find. And I feel it's made me not only a better designer, but it's also pushed us to develop our business in a better way. Um, not just like kind of back-end business, but also the way that we, you know, go about things and the way that we put things together. So it's it's a great system. I love Instagram. Um, it's been good to us. And like I said, I'm going to keep riding this wave as long as it lasts till it, till the, it fizzles, you know, fizzles, you said. <laughs> not dies till it fizzles, till it fizzles out. Um, so yeah. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed our discussion about social media and are leaving with some helpful takeaways before we sign off. We want to talk about a cool event that we're attending at the end of this month. That's right. The Building Better Summit is on April 27th. You can join Nick and I for an in-depth learning sessions and a live panel discussion with other industry experts. We'll be sharing insights on a variety of topics that'll help you better your construction business. Go to buildertrend.com forward slash summit 2021 to learn more and sign up today. Hope to see you there. That's a wrap on this episode of The Building Code. Don't miss next week's takeover. Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts.